Welcome to the Global Watch Prayer Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we build community in prayer to empower the church from local expressions to global connections. For more information and resources on the Global Watch, visit theglobalwatch.com. Father, we thank you. We exalt your name, magnify your name. There is none like you. Arise, all the black monster. We welcome you to this platform, Fatherhood. We invite the minister of the Holy Spirit, Fatherhood, to give us guidance, to give us utterance. May we speak the mindset of Christ, Fatherhood, as we are doing intercession, Fatherhood. We pray that, Fatherhood, our intercession, Lord, will be in line with the beats of your heart, carrying burdens from the heart of God, not from the heart of man. Father, we pray for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon us, Lord, Father. We pray for the indwelling and infilling in the presence of the Holy Spirit, Lord, to give us guidance, to give us correction, Father. Do I have missed the mark as watchman, Father? And we pray that, Father, correct us, Lord, by, by wisdom in your word, by conviction of the Holy Spirit, and pray that, Father, the Holy Spirit give us good direction, spiritual direction in all endeavors of our lives. Give us perfection and protection in everything we are going to do. Father, we commit your servant who's going to share us with your word, Father. Lord. We pray that, Father, Lord, pour your spirit upon him, Lord. Use him as use him or her as your vessel. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Thank you so much, Ronald. In the book of Revelation, there is a phrase used and many times in the Christian world all over, and that's the term hallelujah. In Revelation chapter 19, verse 1, the Bible says, After these things I heard a loud voice of a great multitude in heaven saying, Hallelujah salvation and glory and honor and power belong to the lord our god we are going to worship the lord in a song entitled hallelujah meaning praise be to his name the one who is worthy of all our praise and adoration amen Amen. Praise, Lord. We give you praise. You who laid down your life for us. You who died. You who rose again. Now seated at the right hand of the Father. Your name above all names. The name through which we are saved. Lord, we give you praise, we give you glory and honor. Thank you, Lord, for the ministry of your word and even as your daughter, Phoebe Sevume, comes to share it, we pray for your grace upon her, your anointing to enable her to share and speak as you have laid on her heart. We thank you, Lord. We bless your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You are most welcome once again. 
to share God's word with us is our sister in Uganda. She's commonly known as Aunt Phoebe. She's been involved in the marketplace in previous years, but in her latter years, she has been serving full-time in the prayer movement and currently serves as a deputy national coordinator intercessors for Uganda. So welcome Aunt Phoebe to share God's word with us. You can unmute everyone. Yes, with your own. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for, oh, for those who are in Africa, good morning. And I bless the name of the Lord for the rest of the parts of the world. This is a global altar, so we come from different time zones. So you are very welcome. My burden today, when I was asked, when I asked God, what to pray for Africa? We continue to pray for Africa According to Isaiah 19, this is something we have been doing on the continent of Africa and intercessors for Africa. We meet once a year, and that conference is called Africa. I hope the name has gone, but we meet once a year in March and we pray for Africa. Isaiah 19 has been very focal, a focal point for us to raise issues concerning Africa. And one of the issues we have prayed, we prayed over this issue in 2014, when Africa was celebrating the 50 years of independence. And we realized there is a need for Africa to raise her biblical patriarchs who will take her back to Isaiah 19, and then back to Jerusalem. Uh, so that is the focus, the need for Africa to raise her own biblical patriarchs. According to 1 Peter 2.9, just a minute, I hope you are hearing me. Y yes, we are. We are hearing you well. We are hearing you clearly. Okay. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9 says, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into the marvelous light. Africa has been also known as a dark continent, but these new patriarchs will raise a holy nation God is not looking for a Christian nation or a Christian continent. He's looking for a holy nation. That's what Peter was talking about when he talks about Israel, when he talks about the nations of the world. He's looking for a holy nation, people who are peculiar, people who show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So God is looking for patriarchs who are going to build a new Africa according to this pattern or this scripture. When we look at Isaiah 19 from verse one to 18, it describes the current Africa we live in 
Africa full of wars, Africa full of idolatry. In fact, verse one, it says the idols of Egypt will totter. God is looking for a priesthood and kings who are going to cause the idol, idols, the idolatry of Africa to totter so that we build Isaiah 19 highway. From verse 19 to 21, these are the patriarchs God is looking for Africa. In that day shall there be an altar to the Lord in the midst of the land of Egypt and a pillar at the border thereof to, to the Lord. God is looking for an altar on the continent of Africa, an altar which brings Africa together in the heartland of Africa, a pillar at the border to describe and to show the goodness and the praises of the Lord. When we talk about altars, we are talking about and where an altar is, they are priests, they are kings, priests minister to the Lord. And when they come out of the altar from ministering to the Lord, like we are doing now, you go and rule. You are a king and a priest. You minister and then you rule. Right now, Africa has different priesthood and different kings. So God is looking for people who are going to build an altar to him on the continent of Africa. Apart from priests and kings, there are covenants, there are promises. So God wants to build an altar in the continent of Africa where we shall have all these water companies and altar promises, promises, a covenant and the priests and kings. And it shall be for a sign and for a witness unto the Lord of hosts in the land of Egypt, for they shall cry unto the Lord because of the oppressors and he shall send them a savior and a great one and he shall deliver them. Uh, priests are the ones who stand on behalf of the people and they cry to the Lord. So on that altar, these priests, these new patriarchs will cry to the Lord uh, and then God will send a savior. He has already sent Jesus Christ as, as our savior, but he will continue to save us. And the Lord shall be known to Egypt and the Egyptians shall know the Lord in that day and shall do sacrifices and oblations. Yeah, they shall bow unto the Lord and perform it. When we look at Africa today, the priesthood is very different, but God is looking for a priesthood who, who are going to conduct Isaiah 19:22. In that day, there shall be a highway out of Egypt. Once we finish this godly priesthood, as a holy nation, we have performed our responsibilities as a priesthood and kings, then there shall be a highway out of Egypt and this highway connects to Assyria. And then the Assyrians come to Egypt and Assyria and the Egyptians shall serve with the Assyrians. There is a network of holiness. And in that day shall Israel be the third with Egypt and with Assyria 
even a blessing in the midst of the land. So as long as this triangle, Africa does not play her part, this triangle cannot take place. So God is looking for patriarchs who are going to build Africa according to this triangle. When the Lord of hosts shall bless, when the Lord of hosts shall bless saying, blessed be Egypt, my people. Right now, we are not exactly God's people. God's people are a holy nation as we read in First Peter 2. Then he will say, blessed be my people and Assyria, the work of my hands and Israel, my inheritance. So that is what God has in mind for Africa. However, Africa was built on 40 foundations. When our leaders of intercession on the continent of Africa, we are praying, they have been praying for Africa long before. God told them that Africa was built on faulty foundations. And those are foundations of idolatry, witchcraft, and some of them are also properly recorded like the 19, 1897 partition of Africa. We read it a lot in African history. Uh, that partition of Africa was based on greed, who takes what? and that it has continued to be a forte foundation, the continent of Africa. Then again, when we came to independence right from Ghana in 1957, again, that new foundation from the colonial masters, again, was built on forte foundation. You find that most of, we are told that most of the, during uh, the days before independence, the witches took part in forming the foundation of Africa. And this has continued to destabilize Africa. But today God is looking for patriarchs who are going to build Isaiah 19 to 25 highway back to Israel. These are the effects of faulty foundations. And we find them in our nations all over the continent. They are likened to the story of the parable of the sower. The word of God has been sown on the continent of Africa, but because it was packaged in faulty foundations, Islam, Anglicanism, Pentecostalism, you find that even when people believe, they are constantly weak. So the word of God does not, does not grow. Believers are limited in understanding and interpretation of the word. There's so much where there are so many people who know Christ on the continent, but we can't interpret the word of God. Now, like this Isaiah 19, not very many people, including pastors, can interpret it to understand that it concerns us, Africa. So we are susceptible to Satan's devices. We have also made wrong choices because we don't understand scripture. We have made wrong choices because we only, uh, Africa mostly seeks money. So we only hear those who will tell us what we want to hear. Again, we can't read the word ourselves. Like John 10, 27 says, my sheep hear my voice. But in Africa, you find that we go to pastors to hear for us what God is saying. We can, therefore, we cannot receive revelations like this revelation of Isaiah 19. If you don't read and seek God on your own, 
you will not understand it. So we have quenched as a continent, we have quenched the move of the Holy Spirit. So the work of God on the continent has been greatly affected by the shallowness of the understanding of the word of God. So God is looking for new patriarchs to understand his word, interpret it like Moses and apply it to bring deliverance to the nations. Let's continue. Now this, as I went, these are the characteristics of the patriarchs God is looking for. Number one, patriarchs shape the future. When we read the, our understanding of Abraham as a, a patriarch, to the future of Israel by building altars as, an, as a remembrance of his encounter with God. He built an altar at Shechem. He built an altar at Bethel. He built an altar at Hebron. He built an altar at Jerusalem. This is in the heartland of Israel today. And this is where the contention is. Satan wants to set Islamic foundations right there because he knows this is where the altars, the foundation of the true Israel is. So God is looking for patriarchs who build uh, altars where he can come. He says in Exodus 19, I think 17, he says, I'll meet you there. But as long as we don't have an altar where God meets us and speaks to us, we'll remain in these circles of war. So God is looking for an altar. Patriarchs build altars. They shape the future. Secondly, they are men of promise and covenant. Abraham entered into covenant with God in Genesis 15, 12. Remember that scripture, if you go back and read it, you'll find that Abraham entered into a covenant with God. They both took a covenant. Abraham took God seriously. God took him seriously. He entered into a covenant with him. You cannot enter a covenant with somebody you are not serious with. So in Acts 2, verse 29 to 32, long after Abraham was born, you find that Paul talks about David, who was a product of promise, and covenant. So God is looking for patriarchs who understand the promises of God and the covenants of God so that even those who come after them will be able to walk like David walked after the Abraham. He was a covenant child. Patriarchs follow instructions. When we take a leaf from Abraham, he followed instructions. God is looking for patriarchs on the continent of Africa who follow instructions. They must be willing to, we must be willing as a continent, as kings and priests, we must be willing to offer our lives as a sacrifice so that we can become a blessing to others. Today, we still get blessings from Abraham. He was willing to sacrifice Isaac. So we must be willing to sacrifice. We must be willing to follow instructions God gives us. Those are the patriarchs God is looking for. Patriarchs lay new foundations and platforms which anchor future generations. The foundation of Abraham raised Jacob, raised Isaac, raised Jacob's children. 
you find that in Genesis 49, Jacob was able to bless his children into the future. So when you are a patriarch, you are even able to speak into your children's future. Jacob did. But you find that in that script, Reuben didn't receive a very good blessing. But because Moses was in the same line, when he comes on scene in Deuteronomy 33, verse 6, he changes what had been spoken about Reuben. And he says, let Reuben live and not die, nor his men be few. So patriarchs are able, are in position. They have the quality of shaping, of laying new foundations. Now Moses laid a new foundation for Reuben and his future generation. Those are the patriarchs he's looking for on the continent of Africa. Yes. So this is the solution for the African continent, that highway of holiness. When you look at the way they build a highway, for instance, I've lived, I lived for some time in the Drakensberg, the mountains of Lesotho, and they would be building, when they would be building highways, they would cut them through rocks, with debris, their valleys, their hills. It's a work, but eventually you get a very good or pleasant highway. The circumstances we live in in Africa are very hard. They look as if they cannot be changed. But when we follow instructions, we shall be able to build a highway of holiness, like this one we are looking at in the picture. Africa needs to come out of the blind but minus Jericho wall of blindness. We have been spiritually blind. We follow China, we follow the Western world, we follow whoever comes, we follow. We need to come out of this blindness, the spiritual blindness. We need to come out of the roadside mentality. But Amaius was on the roadside begging. Africa is always on, on the roadside begging. We look to others for solutions. We need to come out of these syndromes. When Jesus met Bartimaeus, he threw off these garments, which used to describe him, and his sight was healed. And he went back to the highway and followed Jesus. So once these things are removed from us as a continent, we shall go back to the highway and we shall follow Jesus back to Jerusalem because that is where the highway is leading us. I think I'll end there and then we go into our prayer direction. Edward, can I hand back and I hand back the mic to you. Thank you so much for listening to me. God bless you. God bless you, Auntie Phoebe. That was profound. Thank you so much. Mm, thank you. Thank you so much, Aunt Phoebe, for this message. Very, very it stirs up hope. Uh, and in, in the Africa's history, of course, we've had name of founding fathers that have been known in Africa's history, names like Kwame Nkrumah, names Abdel Nasser, names like Jomo Kenyatta, names like Nelson Mandela. But from what you've shared, we sense God wants to raise 
other patriarchs after his own heart that will lead Africa in God's what in God's purposes. I'm going to invite our sister Joe to lead us in a prayer to receive the message and then we will pray to it afterwards. Over to you, Joe. Thank you. Thank you, Phoebe, for this word. It's been wonderful. Lord, we just look at the whole history of the African continent, Lord, and we see all the problems with the foundations. And Lord, we are so thankful that you are the God of renewal and that, Lord, when people step up now, we can actually have a change in what is, which looked like the only destiny. But Lord, we can take that weakness and we can put it into Jesus and that weakness will become a strength. So Lord, we pray for the kings and the priests to rise up in this nation of the whole nations of Africa. Lord, that they will throw off the past, the weaknesses, the, the begging for help from nations who actually want the destruction of Africa. They just want what they can get out of Africa. And Lord, even in this modern day, China's doing that type of thing. So Lord, I pray for open eyes for the people of Africa, that they will find the leaders who are spiritually led so that we can join that highway, that highway which leads to Israel. And Lord, that we will honor Israel. I thank you, Lord, that the African Union has not allowed even unfortunately, South Africa, to, to try and take Israel out of being an observer. I just praise you and thank you, Lord, that our prayers were heard and that, Lord, you still keeping Africa in the context of Israel and, and that we can change the continent because of that mindset. So, Lord, I just pray for mindset. I just thank you for reminding us of all these things and we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Thank you, Joe. Are, there, are you, am I clear? I've received some feedback that I wasn't audible enough. That's fine now, Edward. Okay, thank you. Thank you. We will pray, I'll just share the prayer points for us in response to the message. We are going to pray one is asking God to retrieve Africa from agreement, covenants, and promises which draw her away from the highway of holiness. And then number two, God promised to make himself known to Africa. So we will plead with him to fulfill that promise in Isaiah 19 verse 21 and also pray for strategic solutions for Africa according to 2nd Kings 2nd Kings chapter 3 I'll read it for us 2nd Kings chapter 3 from verse 17 2nd Kings chapter 3 from verse 17 to 19 and it says for thus says the Lord, you shall not see wind, nor shall you see rain, yet that valley shall be filled with water, so that you, your cattle, 
and your animals may drink. And this is a simple matter in the sight of the Lord. He will also deliver the Moabites into your hand. Also, you shall attack every fortified city and every choice city and shall cut down every good tree and stop up every spring of water and ruin every good piece of land with stones. This was a story of how God gave divine strategy for these people in the same way we need solutions, strategic solutions, God-inspired solutions in our different uh, sectors of life, in business, in, in, the, in education, in governance, and so on. So these are the points. I'll also share them in the chat and open it up for people to pray and simply raise your hand you want to pray we will pray together here so i've pasted them in the chat section as well brother edward yes why don't we pray corporately and then you call somebody to run up so we all pray together we lift our voice and pray over the prayer points and then somebody will end up on the prayer point. Yes. Okay. okay. Thank you, Pastor Mike. Let me share them as well. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But I'd like us to first pray with thanksgiving. Africa has had a very dramatic history. Nevertheless, we see God's hand of healing, God's hand of restoration. We, now, we see a bright future. Many prophetic words have been released on this continent. Many servants of God have been raised on this continent that have testified of his name and brought glory to his name. The church in Africa is growing at a very high rate. So let us give thanks first. Amen. Father, we give you praise. We give you thanks. We can all unmute our mics and express our thanksgiving to God. Amen. So I'm going to ask our sister Delight to lead us in a prayer of argument just to give thanks to God for his work of restoration on this continent. Our Father, we thank you so much for the continent of Africa and the people of Africa and all that is called by the name of Africa. Lord, we thank you for the work of restoration, Lord. We thank you, Lord, but that you have good plans for Africa, even future, oh God, and even now, we give you praise and adoration for all the great work you are doing, Jehovah Lord. Thank you for all the wonderful 
people in the east, west, north, and south and Central Africa. Thank you for all the human resource, natural resource. Thank you, Lord, for the times of revival, oh God, times of refreshing, times of renewal, oh God. Thank you, Lord, for indeed we can count many benefits that we have seen. Lord, the last couple of years, oh Jehovah Lord, we have seen much development, oh God, much grace, oh God, of great things that you are doing. Father, we thank you, O God. We give you praise and honor and adoration. Thank you for development in agriculture, in energy, O Jehovah Lord. Father, we thank you for education. We thank you for the governance. We thank you, O God. We give you praise, O Jehovah Lord. No longer is Africa a dark continent, Jehovah Lord, for indeed you are doing a great thing. We will not cease, Lord, to say thank you. And we are glad, Jehovah Lord, for giving us friends, oh Jehovah Lord, from all over the world. Thank you for all the Africans that are in other nations, Lord. We thank you. We give you praise and honor and adoration. For in Yeshua's name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Thank you, Delight. Now we are going to pray, asking the Lord to retrieve Africa from agreements covenants and promises which draw her away from the highway of holiness. And uh, first Peter, there's a scripture there. First Peter 2.9 is the standard we are being called to. First Peter 2.9. And it says, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. And there are agreements, for example, there are member states in the OIC, Organization of Islamic Countries, uh, make states, Afri some of the African states that are ascribed to that fellowship to be against Israel because this is a family of Islamic nations. So that's just one example, but there are others that seek to hold Africa back. Some were even signed in colonial times and they are still having impact today. So Let's pray by God's mercy that he will retrieve the one who delivers, that he'll deliver Africa from all such agreements. Amen. And then I'll ask, after we all pray, I'll ask our sister Cassandra to lead us in a prayer of agreement. Let's pray. Yes, let's pray, Lord, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Lord, we just pray for any false agreements. Every agreement, every You are muted, Sister Cassandra. You need to unmute. You are, you are muted. Yeah, he muted me. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. Father, we do thank you right now in the name of Yahshua, Lord God, that 
we will agree with your word, Lord God, and be the covenant. We pray that Africa will keep the covenants, Lord God, that you've already ordained, Lord. I pray right now in the name of Yahshua, as they draw, Lord God, closer to the highway of holiness, Lord. I pray in the name of Yahshua that they will not let any one or anything to deter them to walk in the purpose and the plans and the assignment that you've ordained for Africa as a nation to walk in. So I pray right now in the name of Yahshua as we prayed about that spirit of greed, Lord, got to be broken over that nation. This That nation is known to be the most valuable nation that we have with the, the minerals and all the gold and, and the silver, everything that they have there. Let it be used properly, Lord God to bring everyone together like that acts for that everybody brought everything to the storehouse and nobody was lacking so i pray for that spirit of greed lord god to be broken off of africa and that they will walk in the true heritage lord god of holiness because as we read that word we see that these are the nations that are in the bible that they say yashua walked the disciples walk. So we know there's holiness there. So we just give you praise and glory, Lord God, that they will step up and arise to the authority that has been given to them by Holy Spirit. We give you praise and glory. In Yahshua's name we pray. Amen and thank you, Yahweh. Amen. 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 Thank you, Cassandra. Let's also pray asking God to make he continued to make himself known to Africa according to the promise in Isaiah 19, verse 21. And of course, many people have been knowing the Lord on the continent, but would like to pray against false teachings and cults which have drawn many people away from God's truth. In Isaiah 19, verse 21, there is a promise that then the Lord will be known to Egypt and the Egyptians will know the Lord in that day and will make sacrifice and offering. Yes, they will make a vow to the Lord and perform it. Amen. So let us pray into this one against all cults and false teachings. Amen. Lord, we give you praise for you are the God of truth and unmute our mics and pray. Lord, we pray that you will deliver Amen. Amen. I'd also like us to pray for one more item which is praying for strategic solutions for Africa, that God will raise uh, patriarchs that will pioneer solutions in the different spheres, like medicine, education, and governance, and the rest. Isaiah 58 verse 12 says, those from among you shall build the old west places. You shall raise up the foundations of many generations and you shall be called the repairer of the bridge, the restorer of streets to dwell in. So may the repairers and restorers emerge and arise. Let's all pray, and then I'll ask uh, Jovanis to lead us in a prayer of argument. Lord, we thank you once again. And once again, we thank you, Father. We thank you. Real
Amen. Sister Giovannis, can unmute your mic and lead us in that prayer. Lord God, we want to thank you because we know that you are heart for Africa. You have promised that you will build our nations, you will establish us the way you promised Israel. And we stand on the same promises for Israel, Lord, that you will build Africa, that you will raise leaders in every sphere of influence, Lord, in the different ministries. Lord God, we pray that you raise leaders in the different ministries, people who will know you, who will worship you, who raise your throne, oh Lord, in every country in Africa, who raise your throne in every ministry, Lord, that your name will be glorified. Lord God, we pray that you raise leaders who will be able to lead others, to teach them your word and to worship you, Lord, to establish altars in every ministry, Lord. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. For the last part of the meeting, I'll hand over to Pastor Michael. Thank you, Brother Edwards. I want to say a very big thank you to each and every one of you that have joined us for this altar of intercession for the continent of Africa. We thank Auntie Phoebe, although I can see that she's left most likely for other assignments. I want to thank you all, especially for those uh, who are not from the continent of Africa. I can see Brother Bob Jones with us this morning. Delane has always been a lover of Africa. We love you too, Delane. God bless you so much. Rhonda also is here with us from West Australia. We love you. We appreciate you so much. And every single one of you who have joined us. Cassandra is an African. So we know she's an American, but she's very much African. <laughs> so thank you so very much. We appreciate you for creating the time to be with us. I can also see Brother Frederick of Germany. Every single one of you, Lynn Ferguson is also with us this morning. We want to say a very big thank you for your time with us, in joining faith with us, joining your son of prayer with us, your shield with us, lifting up our voice for the redemption of the continent of Africa. I want to let you know that we really appreciate that. Now, I would like us all to unmute ourselves. We're going to speak a word of blessing to each and every one of our lives before I run up. Let us speak to each and every one of us. As watchmen, when we stand in the gap, it doesn't mean that we don't have our own challenges, our prayer points, and things we want God to do for us. But when we come together like this and we lift up our voice and pray to the Lord, it's also an opportunity for us to speak a word of blessing to each and every one of our lives. So can we please all unmute and just speak God's blessing to each and every one of us as we can see the names on the screen. Thank you so much for your prayers. I just want to round up now in the interest of time and then I just play the show for sound. Abba Father, we just want to say thank you so very much for our time of lifting up our voice again and crying out to you on behalf of the continent of Africa. Father, we thank you for your word in Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20. Ephesians 3, 20, where your word says, Now unto you that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, far above what we can ask of things, according to the power that walks with us. Abba Father, we pray in the name of Yeshua, that you please, O oh Lord, hear us as we have cried, O oh Lord, for the redemption and the transformation of the African continent. Abba Father, we pray that you hear us, O oh God, and give speedy answers 
to our prayer and our petition this morning. We thank you, Lord, for our sister Phoebe, Sabume, Brother Edward, those who have anchored the meeting this morning. We pray your hand of grace to continue to be strengthened upon them, function to function, fresh function, fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit. I pray that you release upon them in the name of Jesus. And for every single one of us on this altar this morning, I ask for open heaven, open heaven of insight, open heaven of revelation, open heaven in closer work with you, that we may be able to walk with you as you lead us in the path of service unto you. We thank you, our Father. We give you all the praise. We give you all the thanks. In the name of Yeshua, how mercy I pray. I declare on this altar tonight, say, may the Lord God bless you. And we all now say amen. I would like us all to meet now as we say amen to that. Great to see you, Germany. Great to see you. Bless you all. 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 Bless you